you've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Urban Shooter Podcast. The Urban Shooter Podcast is sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters and members of the Urban Shooter Association. This is the Urban Shooter Podcast, and here's your host, Ken Blanchard. This week, monologue about freedom. Carson from Canada gives a report. Brent from the Ready Line. Zombie Strike features John Allen and some inspirational thoughts. All on episode 104 of the Urban Shooter Podcast. Hey, how's everybody doing this week? This has been an interesting week. A lot of changes happening around the nation's capital. People are thinking about a lot of stuff. And I send you warm greetings from just a few miles outside of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yes, I live in Maryland, the free state. Not. But by choice, actually. I choose to live in this hostile territory because there's work to do here. I am a country boy, actually, from Virginia, but my work here is not finished. And like Harriet Tubman, I have to stick around so I can get a few more free people, or at least free the minds of more people. Things aren't bad yet, or any worse than they have been, but you know it's coming. I'm a big fan of science fiction and a longtime Star Trek fan. And one of the most interesting characters ever created on Star Trek is the Borg. And let me explain. And they're kind of of like these alien race of uh, bees. That's a good analogy of them. They're socialists, they're communists, they're kind of scary, they're ugly, and they like to just take stuff from other people and assimilate. They're not individuals, they're not really free, and they don't think for themselves. They're plugged into a collective, you know, kind of like people you know. And they really don't know what freedom is, actually, and that's the basis or the theme for this week's show, Free. Now that I think about it, a lot of science fiction shows have that as a common theme. Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, even The Matrix. And it wouldn't be so common if that threat wasn't so real. Didn't the pro-arms folks do a really, really good job, especially Gale and Moss, showed his funny side on the zombie strike attacks. They had the targets up on, uh, the targets, the videos up on YouTube, and I put them up on urbanshooterpodcast.com. If there's anything that has to do with, uh, the Urban Shooter, you can always find it on the show notes on UrbanShooterPodcast.com or just Google um, Urban Shooter and look for it. You'll find it somewhere. I'll make sure that everybody has access to it. Shout out to the gun dudes, Mick and Erica. I'm praying for you and the little baby. Um, Sean, hang in there, Doc. I know you had a rough week. Uh, Eric, long time no here. Hope you're doing all right and hope you got that job you're looking for. I want to introduce a, a new voice this week. It's uh, Carson from Canada. He sent me a file, and uh, I had a time this week. I kept losing files. I got to learn how to label my stuff better. They got lost all in the little external hard drives I have, and I forgot what I named them and what subdivision and directory they were in, and I almost gave up and said, to heck with it till next week. But uh, I couldn't do that. Hey, Tat, just want to say hi, man, out in California. And Miguel, thanks, man, for what you're doing helping me out on Facebook. And speaking of Facebook, man, it's like a gazillion people on that thing. 
I'm finding like exes and people I'm trying to hide from. They keep popping up. Um, Facebook can be scary. Twitter's working out pretty good. I'm not really tweeting that much. Um, I try to put like something at least once or twice a day. Don't want to be like a obnoxious Twitterer. Doc, I hope you're doing better, man. I know you've been going through too. And uh, to all my urban shooter friends and family. Hello. To my friends of Neslandia. Haven't heard from you in a while and I got to get on a horn and give you a call. Things are just going, you know. I got no complaints. There's some stuff that I could gripe about, but man, I'm still walking, still talking, still employed for now. And uh, God has been good to me. Yeah, he put you in my life, so I'm doing all right. I take you as a blessing. I count each one of you that email me, that call me, and uh, take the time to share with your life. Nate, hope you're not uh, still shooting vermin down in North Carolina. And I really appreciate, man, the intro and the work you did. I got, got another voice, too, for Zombie Strike this week. Um, something different made me get a little creative. Thank you, J.A. Appreciate that, man. On the Gun Owners of America news, I'm still green on this director position stuff and uh, kind of making it up as I go along for right now. But I do know that I need to look for some project leaders in a, a few states and cities. So if you are interested in forming a think tank with me, I don't need like 100 people. I also want maybe like four or five thinkers and I can use your brain power. Then you might just be the person that can help me get some stuff together because, you know, I'm the guy that can get things. But I need the benefit of brothers and sisters that have a few victories under their belt. And I'm getting the band together. You know, we're like on a mission. Grassroots gets things done. And my motto for the GOA slash GIA is Gun Owners of America slash Grassroots in Action. And there's someone who didn't make the uh, nominating committee last year for the NRA Board of Directors. I've kind of seen how much uh, of a good old boy network it really is. I've seen it from the inside out. I kind of go to meetings every once in a while. I attend them as the uh, kind of an adjunct thing. And uh, I got to agree with Mark about his assessment. And I got a friend right now that's running on the board. I didn't see his name in the book. His name is Joe DeBurglis. He's a cop from upstate New York. And he's a regular guy like us. And he's done some grassroots stuff. So I don't know if he'll make it without inside help because of right now the way it works if you don't have a inside director pulling for you you're toast so unless there's a grassroots uprising which I hope there is check out Joe DeBurglis give me a vote if you get a chance and I haven't looked at um, Mark's list yet but um, I'm, I'm agreeing with him if a person isn't done anything there are too many folks up there just grandstanding pontificating and it's just hanging out there like uh, the folks from Caddyshack. It's time for change, folks. We got to do stuff. Also, what I got is uh, some memorials, actually. Um, Brent Greer from Ohio is going to give a memorial tribute to a friend of his. And I lost a friend who was uh, monumental in getting the 10th Cavalry Gun Club straight in Baltimore after it kind of fell away. And uh, he passed away on the 15th of February, I found out. So I'll probably be attending that wake or funeral tomorrow. Uh, also, I have a uh, little ditty I call free, a little monologue, and I hope it's okay with you. And again, my job sometimes, if I'm not just to 
do anything else. I'm to inspire you and entertain you too. But it's all to keep you moving because there are just so many negatives in the world. Well, J-Dub hit it so we can start this party off. Episode 104 of the Urban Shooter Podcast begins now. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Have you ever thought about what kind of holster you were going to carry your concealed weapon in? Well, have I got a holster for you. Crossbreedholsters.com. They're most famous, the inside the waistband super tuck. One heck of a holster. Crossbreed holsters come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. That's crossbreedholsters.com, or you can reach them at 1-888-732-5011. That's crossbreedholsters.com. Freedom. Freedom isn't a color, though it arguably could be red, white, and blue. Freedom isn't a fad or a place, even though my ancestors ran to freedom. Freedom is the state of being free or at liberty. It's exempt from external control. It's the power to determine one's actions without restraint. It's political and personal independence. It's not being subjected to despotism. It's ease of movement. To be able to own a gun is a symbol of one's freedom. Being able to legally own a gun means that you're an adult. Free. You're no longer under daddy or mama's rule. Free. It usually means you have no domestic violence, felony, or drug convictions. You have not been incarcerated. You are law-abiding free. It means you're a citizen of the community. You don't have to check in with your parole officer. You can go where you want to. Free. I didn't grow up during the time of institutionalized slavery, but I learned from my own history that slaves cannot own guns. I am free. If you have the power to determine your own actions without restraint, you are free. Gun ownership is more than hunting, collecting, competition, or recreational shooting. Even self-defense, it means you are not dependent on the government for your safety. Free. It means you rely on your own strength, wit, and ability. It is what separates this country from so many others. Here, you are free. You are not dependent on Massa, the king, the queen, a religious leader. You are in authority of yourself. You are not controlled. You are free. Right now, across America, at gun shows, federally licensed firearms dealers and firearms enthusiasts are active. The drum is beating. The tripwire on the perimeter of freedom for the law-abiding gun owner has been crossed. The alarm has been sounded. So what's the big deal? Why are the natives restless? The price of freedom 
is eternal vigilance. The vigilant have seen the gathering of personalities that believe our freedom is too broad. The awake and conscious gun owner is watching and assembling of forces of despotism and political power contrary to the ideas of the founding of this country. Those that see people like Handgun Control Incorporated, the Brady Campaign against gun owners, and even the United Nations marshaling forces to force Big Brother, Socialism, One World Order, and we know better than you elites singing Come By Ya and creating ways to take away our rights. Hidden behind sound bites, stripping us instead of whipping us, using the undereducated, the misinformed, victims of violence, the afraid, the cowardly, and the scared against us. Almost 150 years ago, fear of African insurrection and Native American payback. Guns were regulated, made expensive so only some people could afford them. Almost 100 years ago, gun control was enforced by men in white hoods against black, brown, yellow, and Hebrew people in the form of domestic terrorism. Almost 75 years ago, gun control was pushed to the limit by certain types of guns for certain types of people, all in the name of public safety. Italian immigrants, World War veterans, and a migration of field hands from the South were challenging the status quo. Almost 50 years ago, gun control through politics and persuasion evolved as propaganda for a nation witnessing televised violence on a global scale in Korea, Vietnam, the civil rights struggle and the assassination of beloved figures. Eight years ago, the average Joe in America was introduced to an old term, terrorism. That word denies freedom. It oppresses with fear. It is used to manipulate and scare the weak into seeking help from outside sources and not independence. We now stand a proud and weary nation, proud that we have collectively elected the first president of color in the history of the United States, but we are also tired of fighting racial, spiritual, and ideological wars. But in every decade, every skirmish, every misstep in America's history, there has always arose a minority that opposed the rich, the affluent, and the wrong to fight for what is right. If it weren't for the Underground Railroad and white men and women that knew that institutionalized slavery was wrong, nothing would have changed. If it weren't for men and women that started the Niagara movement, a small number of clergy and people that risked death, nothing would have changed. After the dogs, the water hoses, the imprisonments, the lynch mobs, and the murder, if it weren't for the continued struggle of those that believed in the rights of all people, Martin, Medgar, John, Robert, and Malcolm would have died for nothing. But now, let every time you hear a gunshot, let it remind you that you are an American, that you are free. Let every round you load and fire remind you that this is the product of freedom. This is why you fight. This is why you don't let some smooth-talking politician go when he suggests that you don't need this or that. This is why you write to your congressperson and say no to this and no to that, because freedom matters to you. This is why you support those that support your rights. This is why you are skeptical of the feel-good laws that are big on emotions, but small on problem solving. This is why we fight for the right to keep and bear arms. 
Don't let times fool you or lull you into a thinking that today is different than it was 150 years ago. People haven't evolved. There is still crime, terrorism, greed, poverty, isms like alcoholism, drug addictions, etc. that seek to take away your freedom. Our problems are smarter now. And so are the gun grabbers. They seek to divide and conquer. They will pit the hunters against collectors of military-style arms. They will convince you that they are not taking away your rights, but protecting you from yourself. Repeating a lie many times does not make it true. So here I stand to inspire and remind you that freedom isn't free. Someone paid for what we can do with blood. Don't give it away. Apathy is unacceptable. Now is the time to get involved wherever you are. Now is the time to lend a hand wherever you are. Now is the time to protect and serve your nation by first protecting and serving your community, your household, and our way of life. When you take office or join the military, they tell you that you will protect from all enemies of this freedom, foreign and domestic. There is no compromise in right or wrong. There is no second place in a gunfight. If you want to protect the children, protect their future from those who seek to take away their rights today. If you want to stop the violence, stop the violent. If you want to increase the peace, prepare for war. You and I, my fellow citizens, need to be strong in our faith that all nations under God will reach the goal of peace with justice. May we be ever unswerving in devotion to principle, confident but humble with power, diligent in pursuit of the nation's great goals. I have been given the opportunity to talk to you one-on-one. Take what you need and share what you don't. President Abraham Lincoln said, The shepherd drives the wolf from the sheep's throat. For with the sheep, thanks the shepherd as his liberator, while the wolf denounces him for the same act as the destroyer of liberty. Plainly, the sheep and the wolf are not agreed upon a definition of the word liberty, and precisely the same differences prevail today among human creatures. But you're saying, darn, all that from a preacher, right? Martin Luther said, A preacher must both be soldier and shepherd. He must nourish, defend, and teach. He must have teeth in his mouth and be able to bite and fight. You are the shepherds and the caretakers of freedom. Get to it. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Brent Greer with a report from the Ready Line. Today, I witnessed something our president has been hoping, praying would happen. Ordinary Americans working together in concert to stimulate the economy, individually and in groups large and small, to go out and buy things with confidence, to spend their hard-earned dollars in a way that supports merchants, which helps prop up manufacturers and keep our economy humming as best as it can in these hard times. Even more, Today was Valentine's Day, a day when people came out to buy things for those they love, to purchase items they know will make a difference in their loved one's lives, perhaps even save a life. In fact, what I witnessed today took place all across the United States. People by the tens of thousands came out and spent money, a lot of money, as they do every weekend somewhere in America. 
guests today, I and tens of thousands of women, men, grandmothers, Asians, African Americans, Caucasians, Hispanics, and pretty much people of every color and creed imaginable, spent the day at a gun show. And working the NRA recruiting table at the CNE Showmasters Gun Show in Columbus, Ohio, today, I saw people of every economic category imaginable. Urbanites, suburbanites, 20-somethings, the elderly, many of them walking out of the show with their very own little economic stimulus packages. Cases containing items of chrome, items that were blued, some that fit in your hand and concealable for self-defense. Others were longer and suited for sporting competitions, hunting, and self-defense. And again, it was Valentine's Day. Truly, nothing tells your special something you love them better than a personal protection sidearm for their safety. Or some extra ammunition, particularly at a time when city police departments are cutting back on services because of budget constraints, leaving the bad guys thinking they're going to have a little more leeway when they go about their business. President Obama, we listened. We did what you asked. And the next time you give an interview on the economy, please thank gun owners for going out and doing everything they can to stimulate things. We do it every weekend in America. And when we're not at weekend gun shows, we stimulate the economy through the week at retailers. Even better, the economic stimulation I witnessed today won't even bump up inflation, which is something economists fear most. I mean, it's the right thing to do. And you can't disagree with that, Mr. President, can you? This is Brent Greer from The Ready Line. Ken, back to you. This is Zombie Strike. This is Zombie Strike, the restricted biohazard game preserve. Our offices are closed now. If this is an emergency, please press 1. Hello? Hello, was someone there? Uh, anyway, this is supposed to be the office. This is the 800 number that's written on all these towers everywhere. My, my name is Arch Stanton, and I am a, I'm a legal professional at a, uh, working for a city in a, a major metropolitan East Coast area. And um, I am here exploring the possibility of, of human rights violence. Well, not human. Um, zombie rights? Unde- well, anyway... His Honor the Mayor feels that with all the zombies and guns and shooting that's around here, there's got to be something we can sue somebody about. Um, I just am going to find somebody here in the office, and, and I'm here on a weekend, and I guess there's no one, no one here. Um, of course, I didn't want to ride in on your helicopter. That just seemed barbaric. Um, and the, the dude on the boat was, was no help either. Uh, he kept on looking at my iPhone and, and, and asking me if that's all I was packing. And, and he was laughing a lot. I, I don't understand that exactly. Anyway, I'm going to check out some of, these, some of these office buildings and try to talk to some of the local inhabitants. And, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. This is Zombie Strike, the restricted biohazard game preserve. Our offices are closed now. If this is an emergency, please press 1. Please try your call again later. Have a nice day. All right. I, I, I hear shooting in the distance, and, and I don't know what sort of place you guys are running here, but I, I, I think that there are other people on the island, and gosh, they're making a lot of noise, and, and they're clearly, clearly dangerous, and they're hurting the locals, and that's got a... That, oh, oh here, here's one here. He's, I guess this is, this is a zombie. Well... It's um, it's part of a zombie. It's about mid torso up. Um, you, you there? 
I'm I'm here to help. Uh, I wouldn't be here to help. You're gross, mister. I'm going to find somebody else. This is Zombie Strike, the restricted biohazard game preserve. Our offices are closed now. If this is an emergency, please press 1. Please try your call again later. Have a nice day. All right, you. I thought, now I've, I've got another message here in your machine, and I don't know how, what sort of island you're managing here, but I think I finally found one of the locals who will sit here and, and I talk to me. Hey, hey, you, you over there, you with the gray skin. Yeah, come over here. I'm trying to help you. Get over here. Hey, uh, not not that close. You're in my personal space. Hey, get off me. Hey, I'll, I'll file a restraining order against you. Get off. Get Ow! 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 That hurts! Ah! Ah! Uh, I'll call you back. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. This is Zombie Strike, the restricted biohazard game preserve. Our offices are closed now. If this is an emergency, please press 1. Please try your call again later. Have a nice day. Well, I found an, an empty office. Oh, man, my arm hurts. Coming here on President's Day weekend, I guess, wasn't the best idea. And you know what? 911 doesn't work here. What kind of place are you guys running here? Um, I don't know, but I just can tell you that there are going to be all sorts of code violations, and, and you guys are in so much trouble, you just have no idea. I'll try calling later and, and try and reach you to someone else then. This is Zombie Strike, the restricted biohazard game preserve. Our offices are closed now. If this is an emergency, please press 1. Please try your call again later. Have a nice day. I feel terrible. Could you guys call me a doctor? Uh, it's hot here, and, and there are all these zombies walking around. They've been following me for hours. Um, they just won't, won't stop making noise and looking at me and saying stuff like brains. I, I uh, you know, I just want to get them away from me. I want to get off this island. I, when does the bus arrive? Anyway, I, I just need to speak to someone in the office and, and talk to them about cease and desisting the, the terrible business you've got going on here on this island. And I need something just to, just to make me feel a little bit better, like a, an ibuprofen or, or maybe some, maybe, uh, brains. Uh, Brains. 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 Have you had the opportunity to shoot the new Zombie 3.0 target or the new Zombie 4, which features Zoe, the zombie bride, yet? Well, check out what the Pro Arms podcast did on blackmanwithagun.com and blackmanwithagun.info. And I'm sure the Pro Arms site themselves will show you their marksmanship skills using the new zombie drill. And if you don't have your target, there are plenty available. Check out the links on urbanshooterpodcast.com and blackmanwithagun.com to get yours today.
here is something from Carson from Canada. Yes, we have listeners all over the world. And one of our brothers from up north sent this in to me, so I thought I'd share it with you. Take it away, Carson. This comes out of Vancouver. Um, a man and I uh, can't remember if it was his brother or brother-in-law. We're in the man's house and a uh, guy broke in with a handgun. Uh, shot the man's uh, relative uh, a couple times with it, and the man uh, decided to fight back. Fought the man for his gun, and I can't remember if he shot the man or with the gun after getting away from him. Shot the uh, intruder with the gun. Can't remember if he shot him or if he just got the gun away from him, but uh, wound up getting arrested in the process. You know what I should do is I should look up the article and I should. Uh, I'll send it to you as a link. Uh, just, I mean, that's what people are looking at in the States if they let Obama get away with what he wants to do. They're looking at getting charged for defending themselves. I mean, it's just, it's getting absolutely ridiculous. Why should that man have been arrested for defending himself? I mean, that was obviously a situation where the man had harmful intent. I mean, he'd already shot somebody, uh, so it's uh, not far-fetched to think that he's going to shoot someone else. <sighs> it's a dumb country I'm living in up here, but unfortunately, it's where I'm going to be living for the next who knows how long. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, use the fact that my wife's American and move down to the States before too long because I'd really rather be somewhere where I have the right to protect myself. All right, well, I hope you have a good one. Take care. Bye. Thanks, CP. Talk to you soon. Forgive me, Mr. President, but they hate us with every fiber of their existence. We love freedom. We love independence, to feel, to question, to resist oppression. To them, it's an alien way of existing they will never accept. All right, that's a wrap for this week, and I want to thank you again for listening. Big shout out to Mark Vandenberg. I'm praying for you and your family, man. Thanks for thinking of me. Pro Arms Podcast. You guys rock. For anybody out there who's struggling, who's going through something right now, you're in my prayers and uh, we will overcome. It ain't over till it's over. Winston Churchill, one of the greatest leaders in history, had a reputation of never quitting. And he knew that losing follows quitting. Those who give up never reach their full potential and perhaps not even their next goal. One of Churchill's most inspiring statements on the subject was this. We shall go to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And even if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island, or a large part of it, were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until, in God's good time, 
the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. Whether it's a war, a game, a business deal, or a fight for one's life, labor to win until the final bell sounds. And after you've done all you can do, pray that others will pick up your effort and press on to even greater heights. 2 Timothy first chapter, verse number 12 in the King James Version says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. It ain't over till it's over. Fight on, my brothers and sisters. And until next week, this is Ken Blanchett, your brother from a different mother, wishing you peace. Do you want to support the show and start something new? You can become a member of the new Urban Shooter Association for $4 a month and keep the mission going strong. Look for the USA link on the website. Thank you for listening to the Urban Shooter Podcast. Ken would love to hear from you. Email him at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Talk to you next week.